G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby, Lyle Shelton, joining me on the phone for post-election reviews, I guess. Lyle, how are you going? Yeah, really well, thanks, Tracy. It's been an incredible weekend. It has, of course, voters going to the, to the polls in both South Australia and Tasmania. And let's start there in Tasmania. Uh, a result resounding. Yes, uh, Tracy, it was a resounding result for the Liberal leader, Will Hodgman, and uh, his party. Uh, they uh, have comprehensively uh, won majority government uh, in Tasmania uh, with the uh, Hare Clark system, which often uh, delivers minority government. But uh, such was the mood against Labor and the Greens, which had uh, been in a power-sharing uh, agreement for much of the last uh, four years. Uh, the, the vote of backlash has delivered a, a thumping win and, um, and government in their own right to the Liberals. Yeah, let's talk about that power-sharing deal and just how badly it did indeed backfire. We heard as late as uh, Thursday or Friday that Nick McKim was saying that he believed that he could possibly be the state's next uh, opposition, uh, next leader for the Greens uh, in that state were it to go the way that he thought it would. Of course, we know now that it didn't. But that did really harm them, didn't it? It, it sure did, Tracy. And uh, Nick McKim was was very wide of the mark there, thinking that he might, uh, as the Greens leader, end up as the opposition in Tasmania. Uh, the Greens will be lucky if they come out of this election with uh, party status. Even they might even only have two seats in the twenty five member uh, lower house there. But uh, Tracy, in, in this election, um, you know, trust and integrity uh, were really, really important. Um, four years ago, when uh, Labor um, received a majority over the Liberals in the last uh, election there. They vowed that they would not enter into a power-sharing arrangement with the Greens. But, of course, uh, they did. They broke that uh, promise to the electorate and uh, went into a coalition with the Greens. And uh, I think people have got a pretty long memory, and uh, they've punished them for it. Um, but during that four years, particularly the last uh, two years, uh, Labor and the Greens have pursued very radical social agendas. They've uh, pursued... Uh, legislation to change the definition of marriage twice uh, in about 18 months. Uh, of course, that was rejected by the parliament, but a lot of time spent on that issue. They passed uh, abortion to birth laws, even when there's a healthy mother and a healthy baby. Uh, they had another attempt at euthanasia legislation, uh, the third such attempt in 10 years there in Tasmania. Um, they really were trying to use this small 25-member parliament as a social laboratory. And uh, I think voters just got fed up uh, with that. And even the former Labor Premier, uh, Paul Lennon, remarked on Friday night that uh, this preoccupation with social issues has cost Labor and the Greens dearly. OK, and we saw, of course, Tony Abbott uh, coming out very happy uh, with the result there in Tasmania. To South Australia, though, a little bit of contention there. It looks like it could be a hung parliament. Yes, um, yeah, a very different result in uh, South Australia. Um, where uh, two independents uh, will uh, hold the balance of power and both sides of uh, politics are now courting them uh, to see 
which way they, they will go. And uh, the result of that uh, will most likely be unknown uh, for some time yet. What do we know about Stephen Marshall? He really is, for all intensive purposes, he's only been around in the leadership role for 13 months. He'll be leading uh, his party to uh, an election, but uh, Stephen Marshall has done that and uh, they've and uh, has won 53% of the um, popular vote, but uh, not a majority of seats, which, of course, can happen in our um, Westminster system. Uh, so uh, he, he's done very well as a first-term leader. We don't know much about him. Um, he... Uh, he, he does seem to support uh, things like uh, same-sex marriage uh, and the like, so he, he's not clear in terms of his social uh, values, uh, but um, it'll, it'll remain to be seen you know, what sort of a government uh, he would lead if he was given the opportunity, um, depending on which way these independents go. And what do we know about the independents? Not a lot, to be uh, frank, uh, Tracy. Uh, one of them uh, has close links to local government and wants to consult uh, the local councils in his area. Uh, he claims they are closest to the people, and, and I think that's a fair fair point. Uh, the other one, I understand, um, is, uh, is uh, a conservative, um, I think a former national, but um, uh, obviously disgruntled with the conservative side of politics. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, which way uh, he goes... Um, I, I think you'll see both sides of politics, uh, the, the Premier Jay Weatherall and the opposition leader uh, Stephen Marshall uh, going out of their way to court these men. We've seen this at uh, the federal arena with uh, Rob Oakeshott and Tony Windsor uh, during the uh, 2010 hung parliament and, um, and uh, this is the sort of horse trading I guess we'll see in the next few weeks uh, as they try and form a government. And given that we did see that sort of thing in the federal election, are you surprised in some senses that the South Australian voters weren't clear on one major party versus the other? I think the issues in South Australia were a little bit more complicated. You, you didn't have um, a state parliament there pursuing radical social agenda on a constant basis uh, as, as we had in Tasmania. So it was a, a, a more of a traditional government. Um, but uh, you, had, you had the situation where um, Holden... Uh, announced uh, that it would be pulling out. Um, that, of course, affects uh, thousands of workers in Adelaide. Uh, and and that, that's a, a huge issue there. You, there had also been some major building projects that um, the uh, Labor government had uh, conducted and completed prior to the election, uh, which uh, people seem to be quite happy with, the redevelopment of the Adelaide Oval uh, and some other uh, a major hospital. Uh, so um, the, the issues weren't as clear-cut in the minds of, of voters. And uh, that's played out in this uh, hung parliament result. We might talk about it more next week, Lyle. Hopefully by then we'll know a little bit more about the results in the South Australian election. Thanks again for your time this week. Pleasure, Tracy. Thanks for having us. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.